Do you have a vision of what you want the tone or atmosphere of your home to be, but you're having trouble implementing it because you are too tired and lack the energy to carry it out? I get it. As a mom, there will be days that you're too tired to deal with sibling bickering, preteen and teen teen hormonal swings, and all the other challenges that threaten to send you over the edge. Some days, it's all you can do to keep everyone fed and alive. That's normal. I've had many of these days. It's frustrating, but there is a technique you can use to help you set the tone even when you're exhausted burned out, and ready to throw in the towel. In this episode, we'll discuss how you can implement this technique without adding more stress to your day. Before we dive in, though, let's first talk about what is likely happening in these moments. I think of it like a ball rolling down a steep hill. It picks up speed as it goes. When events are happening too fast, we don't have time to think and to choose how we want to respond. And so we get sucked into the speeding ball of chaos that is barreling down the hill. Add to that that we're tired and worn out, and our natural reaction is to give in instead of trying to slow the ball down. So our prefrontal cortex, or thinking brain, is not able to process the situation as effectively and choose our next step. We're staying stuck in our amygdala and our emotional reactions. Are we doomed to get swept up in this chaos? No, we have a secret and simple weapon that we can use. And the best part is that instead of adding stress to your day, it will actually reduce your stress. I love it when we can kill two birds with one stone. The secret weapon is to pause and breathe. I'm sure you've heard this before. If you've been listening to my podcast, you have heard me talk about it many times before. And it's easy to talk about. It's not always so easy to implement. Because if we're tired and don't have the energy to respond, first of all, how is this going to help us? Well, there are actually a number of benefits that can come from hitting that pause button. It not only hits a pause button for us, it can hit a pause button for everyone else. I will often, when it feels like we are barreling down a hill, tell my daughters, you need to take a deep breath. I'll tell them I need to take a deep breath. I can't think. I'm setting the example and I'm not adding to the chaos. By allowing us that time to realize, oh, hang on, I need to stop and think about what's happening, it decreases all of our stress. Breathing also decreases our stress. It calms our amygdala, our emotional control center. And as our fight or flight response calms down, we can think more logically and we can decide how we want to respond in this situation. In that pause, we can consider what's going on and why is this happening? Sometimes it's a simple answer, like we need to eat something. Our blood sugar has dropped and we're not responding logically because we're hungry. Maybe we're tired. Maybe we need a nap. Maybe hormones are wreaking havoc this day. All three of these apply to us or our children. 
Sometimes we have to help our children to recognize what they need so that they can respond differently. And sometimes we need to turn that back on ourselves and ask, what do we need? Because we're so used to taking care of others and considering what they need that we don't remember that sometimes maybe we're part of the problem. Or in this pause, we might realize that we need to explain the rules. Maybe we need to reinforce those rules. We might need to remember that our children have matured and we need to use a different approach. They're pushing back because they need to be treated like they are the mature individuals that they have developed into. And we just forget that. Sometimes we need to listen to our children and hear their perspective. It may or may not change your response, but it can definitely change the relationship. So depending on the situation, our response is going to be different. But this pause allows me to consider what I want to do. And it might be nothing. I do have a choice. There are times that I am too tired to do anything. And so I might choose to not enforce the rules. I know the consequences of not following through. I know that that can create bad habits in the long term. I know that um, it will continue some of the chaos in the moment. But at least this pause has diffused the situation and it has allowed me to make a choice in how I'm responding instead of acting by default. But I will be the first to admit, in the moment, it can be extremely difficult to remember to pause and to breathe and to think. Before you turn this episode off in frustration, because you have tried this and it didn't work, hang with me a minute. We have to train ourselves. This is like building a muscle. When you do strength training, you start with a smaller weight and you work up. It's also kind of like forging a path through the woods. When you go on a walk through thick underbrush, the first time you go through, you have to hack your way through. But each time you take that same path, it becomes more and more established and you have to move extraneous branches out of the way less. You can see the path in front of you more clearly. So the more that you do this, the more that you pause in the midst of these stressful moments, it becomes easier. It becomes your almost automatic response. I say almost because there are still days that I have to remind myself of this. But most of the time, it has become my default to uh, when things get really stressful, when they get really heated, to pause and to take a deep breath. As with building any new habit, it helps to have some cues as a reminder. Visual and physical cues always help me to remember the new habits that I'm trying to build. Some things that I've done in the past have been to hang a, a thermostat or thermometer reminder around a graphic around the house. And I've talked about this in uh, previous episodes, and I will link to those for you. When I see that on my kitchen counter or my bathroom mirror or the back doors we're about to head out of the house, I can remember, oh yes, I want to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. I'm going to take a deep breath. I have placed sticky notes around my house that have simply said, breathe. 
because I would, might be in a season that I need to remember to breathe more frequently during the day, to take a pause, even when things aren't stressful, just to take a pause and allow everything to reset. I've also typed up a note and taken a screenshot and saved that screenshot as my phone's screensaver so that anytime I am tempted to uh, check out and get on my phone, I can, I can remember, oh yes, I want to breathe and choose my response. I've also worn a bracelet or a special ring that was a reminder to me to pause and set the tone. When I first started doing this, I will warn you, your children may get in on the action. And sometimes this is helpful and sometimes it can be a little frustrating. When I first started putting these graphics around the house, my daughters would ask what that means. Why, why are you talking about thermostat? And I explained the concept to them. And there were definitely times that they said, mom, are you being the thermostat right now? And as frustrating as that was, it was so helpful. It was a reminder that they were watching. They know what's going on. And they saw that I wasn't living out what I wanted to be living out. And so it allowed me to step up my game and once again, recommit to being that thermostat. It also has helped them. There, it has created a common language that when they get stressed, I can remind them to breathe, to take a pause, to be the thermostat. I will often ask them, is this how you want to be responding? And sometimes they stop and they think and they say, yes, it is. And I let them because they have the choice in how they're responding. Now, they do still have to deal with the consequences that come from their actions. But by allowing them to choose their response, I'm setting them up for success in the future. And more and more frequently, they decide, no, this is not how I want to respond. And they may say, but I can't do anything right now, which is totally fine. It's a process for all of us. So as you're thinking about this, are you ready to start pausing and to breathe so that you can diffuse the situation and choose how you want to respond? If so, think about what reminder or cue you might need as you begin to build this habit. I have a few resources linked in the show notes that you can check out. One, you can download the Thermostat Approach Toolkit. In that toolkit, I have some graphics all ready for you to print out and hang up around your house. And I have a few other uh, episodes where I've talked about this concept of being the thermostat. That may give you some more ideas as you're thinking about applying this. And if you'd like a little help as you're figuring this out, thinking through the situations that are those trigger moments for you or about the cues that you want to set up, I would love to hop on a free discovery call and Talk about how coaching might help you, how we can work together to help you set the tone of your home. You can find uh, how to connect with me in the show notes as well. As we close today, I want to invite you to use this moment to take a deep breath. Whatever you're doing right now, take a deep breath in and let it all out so that you are ready to move into your day, 
continuing to pursue your dreams and impacting the world. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.